0: Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 55. Seems like it's been a long time since I've been in like a large group of people. I'm sure by now, on a quote-unquote normal summer, I would have been to a Cubs game or saw a few Pacer games back in the spring. And I did have like several concerts I planned on attending as well this summer. One was actually going to be uh, this coming week. And yet, with all that is going on, everything that's been you know, postponed or canceled, I mean, even my church, of all places, I still haven't been in, been to in months because they aren't open for us to attend services. Now, it sounds strange to say this, but those places and many more like it actually provide like an enormous amount of comfort and peace to us. Even in our workplaces, I mean, so many of us have been locked up at home and unable to attend our regular work environment. I mean, some of you might even be going back to work every so often, but I'd imagine many of you are still working from home. Here's the point. There's something to be said about being in a room full of people who are moving the same direction. Now, I'm not talking physically moving, I'm talking like mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. Now I guarantee you, everyone that is listening this podcast can pick out a moment in your life or several moments that you will never forget that would be a great example of what I'm talking about. I can personally think of many. One of my favorites is just a few years ago, the dreaded... Dreaded Cavaliers were in town with the evil LeBron James. Okay, he's not evil. He's actually a pretty good guy from what I read, but still, he's been in the Pacers' way of a championship for so many years. It's just getting to the point where it's just super annoying. It's like Tom Brady and the Patriots with the Colts. They just constantly got in the way. If they weren't there, there's a good chance we would have had a few more championships. But a few friends of mine and I went to the playoff game, and I tell you this, and I've been to a lot of games, so this is saying a lot, but I have never heard a stadium that loud in my life. I mean, the people who lived around the stadium had to think that there was like an earthquake happening or something because that place was rocking. And it's because the majority of fans were all going the same direction we were yelling at the refs we were yelling at the Cleveland and LeBron and his whiny face I mean we was awesome and we were hitting right like just pivotal shots and not we but the, the Pacers players were and we ended up winning that game and it was just incredible experience Another example is a few years ago, my favorite band, U2, was in town and, and played at Lucas Oil Stadium where the Colts play. Some friends and I went, and I'm telling you, it was just an incredible experience. We stood on the floor where the Colts actually play their games, and, and it was just, we were surrounded by thousands and thousands of people who were just enjoying every note that was played, and it was Unbelievable experience. And again, we just looked around. I was standing on the floor and I just looked around at the stadium with just an unbelievable amount of people. I mean it was probably seventy thousand plus at the in that stadium just watching watching the show. And then even several months ago, before everything was shut down, my church hosted a, a worship night at the main campus and my parents actually joined and it was just an awesome night. Being in a room full of people. I mean lifting our voices in a way Just kind of like surrendering to that moment we were in. And those are just a few examples from my life. What are some, I mean, what what would be some of yours? In a way, we've lost these moments in our lives here recently. But maybe, just maybe, we can look at this differently. Differently. Yes, we can't meet as a large group and worship or watch a game or, or see a concert. Or my favorite, we can't even go to the movies anymore. Oh, you wouldn't believe how bad I miss the movies. But that that's not the point. The point is, we could still surround ourselves with people, maybe be, and even in smaller numbers, that are going the same direction. Now that's going to look different for all of us. You may be in a spot in your career where you need people around you who are moving the same direction that you are career-wise. But that's not all of us. Maybe you need a companion to just ride along this roller coaster of life that we're in. Maybe it's a group of friends that you need to have surrounding you and are there for each other, there to pick each other up when things get rocky and when life gets lonely and challenging. The point is, we all need people around us who are moving the same direction, and most importantly, in my opinion, moving the same direction on a spiritual sense. I mean, I think this is why Jesus had his 12 disciples. Yes, of course, most of the reason was so he could train them in the way and help them develop into 12 followers who understood the importance of sharing the good news. No doubt about that. But as strong as Jesus is and was, I do believe having the twelve around him helped him through his journey while he was here. For the most part, they were all going the same direction spiritually. Obviously, the twelve had a lot of catching up to do, but that's why Jesus was, was there. Let me ask you, who are the people in your life That are moving the same direction as you. And I say people for a reason. If it's just you and your spouse. I I don't think that's enough. You need others who can walk the path with you. Challenge you. Push you to be the best you. And listen I don't want to say this the wrong way. But if it's pretty clear to you. That there are some people in your life. Who are not going the same direction you are and you can see the ramifications of those individuals in your life, then it's time to kiss them goodbye. I mean, you can still love them. You can still be there for them if they need some help. But at some point, you have to recognize that someone is draining you of the life you've been given. And it may also be that, as T.D. Jakes said in one of his kind of famous sermons, he said, that person in your life, their part of your story might be over. And you have to recognize when their part in your story is finished. Not everyone you meet is meant to be in your life forever. Wish them the best. Tell them you love them. And then it's time to move on. I suggest this week or over the next couple of weeks... Find out who that group is that's moving the same direction as you are. And maybe get that group together or get together with those individuals if it's different, you know, sections of of uh, friend groups. And decide that you're in this thing, this life thing together. Now, I know we hear that phrase all the time on the radio or in commercials of, we're in this together. And I can say, yeah, right. I mean, it's certainly doesn't feel that way. But in your group, in your people that are closest to you, you can decide that. Be a part of something bigger than yourself and just watch in awe of where it gets you. Never forget that you are absolutely loved and you are highly valued. Have a great week.